and welcome to the monthly CSF podcast where we'll be discussing the latest papers in the cytokine signaling and IL-6 area. And all of the papers included this month each have a summary and detailed slide deck download available on the CSF website. Now for July, there were three papers that we chose to add to the CSF repository, and I'd like to highlight two of them for you now. The first paper I'd like to highlight is a phase 2b study of perficitinib, a JAK inhibitor in development for the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis. The lead author of this was Professor Takuchi. This was a 12-week, randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled study taken over 43 sites in Japan. Patients with moderate to severe rheumatoid arthritis were admitted with active disease and not in concomitant DMAR therapy. There were four dose groups, including 25, 50, 100, or 150 milligrams, plus a matching placebo group. The study had a 12-week treatment period with a four-week follow-up to confirm the incidence of adverse events. The primary endpoint was ACR20 at week 12, with secondary endpoints the ACR50, ACR70, mean change from baseline in CRP and DAS28 CRP, and the percentage of patients achieving a DAS28 less than 2.6, less than 3.2, or a DAS28 ESR less than 2.6, and finally a change from baseline in HAC disability index. Now the key results are that once daily oral perficitinib resulted in statistically significant ACR responses and DAS28 CRP scores as compared with placebo recipients with the 100 milligram and 150 milligram groups also showing significant improvements in secondary efficacy variables. Perficitinib also demonstrated an acceptable safety profile over 12 weeks. Now, the second paper I'd like to bring to your attention is a study looking at the effects of switching patients from adalimumab to tofacitinib, and the lead author here is Professor Mark Genovese at Stanford. Now, the oral standard trial was one of the original pivotal phase three studies that led to the approval of tofacitinib, and it included patients who were randomized to treatment with adalimumab 40 milligrams once every two weeks, plus methotrexate, or tofacitinib 10 milligrams twice daily, plus methotrexate. In the open label extension of oral standard, oral sequel, patients were subsequently offered open label tofacitinib 10 milligrams twice daily with or without methotrexate. Now switching from adalimumab or blinded tofacitinib to open label 10 milligram tofacitinib twice daily resulted in, in improvements in ACR response rates, DAS28 ESR and HAC disability index scores. Discontinuations due to adverse events, serious adverse events, and serious infections were similar when switching from blinded adalimumab or tofacitinib to open-label tofacitinib. The increase seen in the first three months was considered to be due to the study design rather than any overlapping effects of adalimumab or tofacitinib by the authors. Brief comment to the third paper included in July, we've looked at a, a manuscript that examined pregnancy outcomes from the tofacitinib safety databases and I commend it to you, I won't deal with the detail here. So in summary, don't forget that all of these materials are available in the publications section of the Cytokine Signaling website and while you're there please take a look at our award-winning CME courses, I hope you find them of interest and value and thank you very much for your continued support for the CSF.